2019 coming to a close. Yep. It's over. It's just been, about, just about over. Yeah, I mean, still have like a week and a half. Yeah. You know, you got to feel for those bands that release an album within the next week that aren't going to be on any of this year's lists and then are ineligible for next year's lists. I don't think anyone really does that. You'd have to be an idiot. Somebody has to do well, it. Well, people will do it, definitely. Yeah, it's not like there are not going to be any albums released over the next week and a half. Yeah. But anyway, I'm here with Zach Romano, our end of the year episode. Back recapping again. Recapping some of our favorite records of the year. Third consecutive year. Yeah, 20 records. Wow. Third consecutive year. Has it only been three? Feels like we've been doing this for a while. Yeah, it's only three. Well, here we are again. Here. Different apartment. Yeah, this second, is the... F- second different apartment. No, it's... Well, in terms of well, our way recap, recorded, yeah. yeah. we've only recorded in the the first Yo Tim podcast studio. The second one, we weren't there long enough. Yeah. Due to landlord issues, other issues. Jerk off landlord issues. Yeah. Have you discussed that on this podcast? Has that ever come yeah, up? Yeah, I have. I have. So, I have, so your yeah. listeners are aware. People know that he's a jerk off. Yeah. Fuck him. Can we Fuck say that? Fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Fuck him. As Dennis Eckersley would say. Yeah. Dennis Eckersley said that? Yeah. You can quote him on that? I, I can quote... Oakland A's relief pitcher, closer extraordinaire, Dennis Eckersley. Yeah. Wasn't he on the Red Sox, too? Or is he... No, he's the Red Sox announcer now. I don't know if he was yeah. on the Red Sox. Asshole and skilled pitcher extraordinaire. Fuck him. Anyway... Let's go. Number 10. What was yours? Your 10th favorite record of the year. 10th favorite record really was blown away when I heard this. He's a guest on my podcast, on this podcast. Brewster. same podcast. Real name Mark Busey. The album's called Forever Better Kissers. And I knew of him because he's, he's friends with Mike T., Mike Tarnofsky. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I knew of him because and he's Gary Busey's son. Really? Except it's spelled differently. <laughs> well, wasn't that funny? B-U-C-C-I. I, I, I guess he wanted to differentiate himself from his father, Gary Busey. Yeah. He... Yeah. Well, that was a really good song, though. I enjoyed it. That was my first time hearing it. Yeah. He's friends with Seamstress, Ryan Egan... They all were in a songwriting group together, along with Nick LaFosse, our friend. Our great friend, Nick. And Sam Sadomsky, too. So this was one of the pieces of that. We did a great interview in my last apartment. It was awesome. I was really intrigued by the record. A lot of soft feels coming of age issues addressed in the songs and really has a dense feeling to it as well so yeah it's a great song i look forward to checking out the rest of that album yeah and we're gonna be playing the song called being clever so my 10th favorite 10th favorite album of the year was called postponement by a floral band from denver colorado we saw them open for trip tides 
I had no idea who they were. They were great. Listen to their wow, album. good enough to make your year end list. Yeah, they were good. It was a good show. I didn't know them either at, the, at that point in time. Yeah, I like their sound a lot. It's um, psychedelic. Yeah, it's like it's psychedelic. It's kind of Tame Impala adjacent, but a little less produced. Yeah, it's a little poppier, I'd say. Yeah, and this song is called Bounders. What do you think they meant by Bounders? Um, probably referring to uh, kangaroos bounding across the Australian outback when they were reaching to uh, Tame Impala for influence. I wonder what it's like living in Perth, Australia. That whole continent is on fire right now. It I heard sucks about right that. Now. I hope everyone's okay. A lot of great musicians in Australia spread out across the continent. Great musicians in Perth, great musicians in Adelaide, great musicians in Sydney, great musicians in Melbourne, great musicians in Brisbane. So yeah, Tim, we hope you're they're like all okay. Particularly in tune with that scene. I feel like you always know the latest thing out of Australia. Yeah, I got to take the 24-hour flight sometime to go there. It's a doozy. Yeah. All right, we're playing Brewster and Floral. Number 10. Number 10. Reckless kid, just counting time. 
What's up? We're back. Heard Brewster being clever off of Forever Better Kissers. And tell us what floral song? Bounders! You you just told him. You told me to tell him. Then you, you told him. Tell him again. What you want. Tell him again. It's called Bounders. In the name of the record, tell him again. Postponement. Bands floral. Sick. Check it out on your preferred streaming platform. Platform. Yeah, or buy their record. Yes. Floral.bandcamp.com, probably. 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 F-L-A-U-R-A-L. Probably. I can't 100% guarantee that, but I'm confident. I'm like a good 90% sure that that's it. Fuck yeah. All All right. right. So what you got up next? Number nine. My friends Holy Tunics put out their awesome second album this year. The title's a doozy. Hit Parade Lemonade, Supersonic Spree. Nice. Taking a step forward. Their first record was great. It was called Butter Dish. They had some EPs and 7-inch singles before that, which were also excellent. But this band always impresses me. Nick Rogers, my friend. Tim Podcast favorite. The excellent Nick Rogers, a incredible songwriter in the vein of 80s college rock 90s alternative rock as well and this is a record that they described as kind of going from that era to more of a 90s alternative sound and it shows and the songs are really catchy and tight you can get it on vinyl Via the Spanish label Meritorio Records. Really? Where where are they from? Are they from? They're from there? here. But so how'd that happen? Well, listen to the interview with me and Holy <laughs> Tunics, but I can give you the abridged version. They were playing with a band in Brooklyn. It's an LA-based band though, called Smoke Screens. And I believe Meritorial Records put out a record by them, and they saw Holy Tunics on the bill, listened to them, and then he reached out to them. Because they're right in the vein of a lot of the artists that they put out on that great Spanish label. Nice. Well, I look forward to hearing that song. Um, My number nine is from Oso Oso. They are a Long Island-based emo-y indie rock band the album is called basking in the glow definitely um scratched that certain emo itch this year uh the song is called priority change i actually saw them open up for the hotelier uh, hotelier whatever nice yeah i mean they didn't seem that fantastic at the time it was but the album's great so i sort of just checked it out on a whim because i recognized the name and I was pleasantly surprised. I wonder what town in Long Island they're from. Oh, who cares? Syosset, maybe? Massapequa? Eh. Hempstead? Hempstead. All right. Let's play them. Let's listen to them. Holy Tunics also, also. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number, Number nine. nine. Number nine. <laughs> like the Beatles song. Bad song. Thank you. 
Number eight coming up, but first you heard number nine. Holy Tunics. Sabertooth World. Off, off of what album? Hit Parade, Lemonade, Supersonic Spray. And then we heard Oso oh Oso. Oh Priority Change from Basking in the Glow. Fuck. Both those records came out in 2019. Yeah. Shit. What a year it's been. Yeah, so what, what are your thoughts on music this year? Good. It was a good year. A lot of good records came out. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very solid first couple of months of the year, I think. Yeah. Strong releases in early in the year. Good releases all year, though. Yeah. It's always hard for me. Yeah. I, I remember, 10. though, um, in like a week in January, the uh, Sharon Van Etten record came out. The new Deer Hunter record came out. And my number eight record came out. Wow. I'll tell you what record I didn't like. I didn't really like the Lana Del Rey record that everyone really liked. I, I haven't listened to it. I thought it sucked. A lot of people love it. Why? How is a record that contains a sublime cover considered one of the most critically acclaimed records of the year? Ooh, boy. Right? What, what what song of Sublimes does she cover? Summertime in the living season. Like, seriously. Dude, Doing that's, time. I, Doing so, time. Wait. Oh, shit. Uh, so, like, that's based off a really old song anyway. So it's like a cover of, like, a 1930s jazz song that Sublime appropriated yeah. that she covered. Really bad. I don't get it. Wait, does, does she do all that, like, weird quasi rap shit from that song yeah what the hell yeah and that's a single on that record i don't get it but we don't need to explain yeah that's not on my top 10 yeah it's not my top 10 either it's not my top 10 it's not a lot of people's like top one or two though maybe it's great i don't know i haven't listened to it i don't like it i'll I'll, I'll take your word for it yeah just fuck off not you (laughs) People that like that record and Lana Del Rey, fuck off. I don't care. That's that's a stand, dude. You're making a stand right here. It just kind of pissed me off. Just <laughs> p- That's something that pissed me off this year. Yeah. And the re-appreciation of Taylor Swift for some reason. I don't understand why people think that's good stuff. Do you uh, like Taylor Swift? I think I, I am not a poptimist. All this, Neither am all, I. All this pop stuff... Like, are people pre- pretending to like this? Yeah, like, it's it. Like, why, why, why do people whose music tastes I respect like this stuff? Yeah, I don't understand. Let's move on. Yeah, this is getting me pissed. What was that? <laughs> my number eight was another great Brooklyn band that has dominated my Spotify listening and my CD listening. Top of the charts. For the last month and a half. Miracle Sweepstakes. Rorschad. Like a Rorschach test? Id. That's what they told me. That's the name of the record. Oh, yeah. But I'm always having a hard time pronouncing it. Is it Rorschach? No, I don't think so. Because Rorschach is a character on Welcome Back, Cotter. It's like Rorschach. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> are, they, are they saying it like three syllables? I wish I could remember. Yeah, let, let, I can't. I just I really mean, like the record. And the song I band. picked was Mary, Where Are You? They're a very, very good band. 
Uh, Craig Heed is a great songwriter within the psychedelic pop realm. And our friend Justin, Justin Mayfield, Mayfield is fantastic the guitarist. guitarist of this band. And he has been for the last year. So I love this record. And Mary, where are you? Was my favorite song on the record like two weeks ago, and then it wasn't, but now it is again. I just listened to this record a lot. It's really well done, and I'm, it's great. So uh, that's my number eight. Yeah. Um, isn't it great when you listen to a record for like maybe 20 times over two weeks, yeah. and like every single day you feel like your favorite song on it is a different song? Yeah. That's how you know you have a good record. It's a good record. Um, so my number eight is Better Oblivion Community Center. Nice. It's the, uh, Connor, Connor Oberst and, and Phoebe Bridgers, Phoebe Bridgers. Um, self-titled album. Um, the song is called Dylan Thomas. It's from what I can tell, um, about how the news and current events make you want to drink yourself to death and who, nice. who, who can't relate to that. I always have trouble interpreting lyrics. I'm always worried I would be incorrect, but as it turns out, there's no incorrect interpretation yeah, of lyrics. You make a, what you want to of them. The world is yours, Zach. And yours, Tom. All right. Miracle Sweepstakes and Better Oblivion Community Center coming in at number eight on the Look of My Records podcast.
Yeah, that was Thomas, that was Thomas A. Gallo, accompanied fuck, by Toronto beer tabs. Scored again. What the fuck? This is a uh, quite the game. Well, all right. Not much we can do about it. Number seven, number seven, number seven. I got the band Old and Yoke coming in at number seven. They released a great album on the label. Trouble in mind records based in Chicago. They also had a lot of other great releases this year, including Sun Watchers, Australian band Parsnip as well. So congrats, Trouble in Mind on a really great year of releases my number seven is the radio department it's called i don't need love i've got my band it's really two eps from like 2003 but fuck you it's your podcast and there are no rules Rules, there's no fucking rules fuck authority we hate you donald trump you tried to set rules for this podcast you orange abortion but we said fuck you here at number seven we got old and yoke the song cotton and cane from living theater radio department i don't need love i've got my band and if you don't like that it's two EPs, you can take me to podcast court. Damn, damn. Name. 
great. Back. Ooh. That last <laughs> that last segment was brought to you by beer can tabs and the angelic voice of Thomas A. Gallo. Six point beer, Bengali. Yeah, IPA. orange cans. So everyone knows they don't sponsor this, but they're getting free advertising right there. They should sponsor but this. Pretty good that they're getting free advertising. They should sponsor this. Why not? Why not? All right, so that was. Uh, my number seven was the radio department. I don't need love. Got my band. Title track from their 2019 release. Um, going back to like 2003 when they made music that I enjoyed listening to, as opposed to kind of club music. Remember when we saw we saw them and it was kind of like clubby and weird. And remind remind us what your number seven was in, in, in case the listeners are too enraptured by our, our song. Well, it was Alden Yo. Cotton and Cane off of the album Living Theater. Great song. And number six, almost halfway done. Shit. We're getting there. The year's almost, almost half halfway over. Through the year. No, it's not. It's basically completely over. Stop. Shut up. Tallies. Great band from Toronto, Ontario. Some bands that are Canadian will release their album on a Canadian label and also a U.S. label. And they Now, did why that. would they do that? They did that with this record. They released their self-titled debut on Hand Drawn Dracula. Great Toronto-based label. Also put out records by this great band called The Seams. Another band called Beliefs. And... Tally's self-titled debut is also out in the United States on the New York City-based label Canine Records. Ain't that something. Hey, Canine Records has two spots on my top ten. I just realized that. Nice. So this is Tally's from Toronto, Ontario. Self-titled debut album. Very shoegazy. Dream poppy. Beautiful record. I love the music scene in Toronto. And yeah, the song it's good stuff. is called Trains and Snow. Sounds like Cocteau Twins. Sounds like Canada. Snow. <laughs> and my number six is from Bill Callahan. It's called Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. Mr. Smog. Yeah, yeah. Many albums he has made. I think he's been going by his his name for a while now, but yeah, they're, they're all pretty good. I wish I could ask him why. Um... Maybe uh, he moved to the East Coast from like LA, where there's no smog out here. Yeah, maybe he just was. I don't know. He he felt that the name was kind of a a fog that was holding him up from really connecting or something. We'll never know. And the song is called Seven Forty Seven. Yeah, this album um, it's a double album. It's really good. It exposes a side of him that we haven't really seen. The smog records are very like sad loner records and there's certainly a a place for that but this is him being much more relaxed and settled it's a bit disorienting but when you've listened to a lot of his music but it's very good just because it's more settled doesn't mean it's boring in fact it's not boring at all he's getting older now he's settling into himself you know yeah, yeah, he's, he's married. Himself. He's he has a kid. Himself. I think this song's partially about the birth of his kid. 
Great. It's an important life moment for anyone, including Bill Callahan. Including Bill Callahan. Congrats, Bill Callahan. Didn't know you had a kid. Now you do. Congrats. Here we go, tallies and Bill Callahan, number six. Bill Tallyhan. Nice.
going? two songs we play two songs and we're back for the final five well 10 really yeah it's true you did you said the same thing last year well you said the same can't thing believe, last year yeah, can't believe i didn't learn my lesson maybe next year i'll get it right or maybe you'll get it right for our forthcoming top 10 or 20 of the decade you got it wrong then too fuck Just now. you fuck fuck Fuckity fuck. All right, whatever. <laughs> well, Number five. What you got? Great band from Melbourne, Australia. 
the Strappies, features members of Twerps, the Stevens, lots of prominent bands from that great Australian city of the last decade. And they put out an EP a couple years ago, several seven-inch singles, and this is their debut on Tough Love Records. The album's called Whoosh, and the song is called Cellophane Car. I had the privilege of interviewing the drummer, Angus Lord, on this podcast last year. a hell of a name. Yeah. I remember that interview. He's a great guy. He's very Australian, which is high marks in my book. I mean, lean into it. I'm leaning into Australians. I hope they come to the States someday. Parsnip, a really good Australian band, came earlier this year. Strappies have toured the UK and Europe. Not the States yet, though. But we shall see. All right, what's your number five? My number five is Purple Mountains. Plenty of doom and gloom there. You did this on purpose. (laughs) <laughs> no, I did do this on purpose because... It's your fifth favorite record of the year. Yeah, and there was a little thought that went into putting it next to the Bill Callahan record. Yeah, they're similar. They, they yeah. got a similar vibe. Well, like, they're two... David Berman of Purple Mountains and Silver Jews and Bill Callahan of Bill Smog Callahan and, Bill and Callahan. Smog yeah. were, were two guys <laughs> that came up at around the same yeah. time, like, both singing like both lyrics focused bands like both making great music but kind of sad dudes and these records like really show how these guys have diverged and um the the bill callahan record like we were saying is this peaceful satisfied record and the purple mountains record is essentially a suicide note so yeah, it's that the contrast of the the old poet who found his peace and the old poet who didn't. Um, did have you listened to the Purple Mountains? Yeah, record? it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. But so I listened to it like nonstop play for the first three or four days after it came out, and honestly, I've and then um, for those listeners who don't know. Um, David Berman took his own life um, three or four days after the record came out. And I, I've had a bit of trouble revisiting it since then. And um, it, it, it feels like reading a suicide note. It feels like almost voyeuristic. But it's a great record. And this is really the first time I've come back to it since then. Uh, this song is called Darkness and Cold. And, I mean, listen to the record. It's... it's uh, in, in, in context, it's even more devastating than it was out of context. It has, has the same humor, hooks, and great lines, but it's, it's, it's a toughie. It's a tough one to listen to. Yeah. After he passed, there's a lot of outpouring of people expressing their appreciation for his creative output. Silver Jews all the way to Purple Mountains. Very sadly, the first stop on the Purple Mountains tour was supposed to be here at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. Did you have tickets? Yeah. Oh. It's okay. But 
It is very sad, and those were going to be some of his first live performances in, in many, many years. years. So it's very tragic, and David Berman is remembered very fondly from his early Silver Jews records. What's the first one called? Arizona something. Something, something like Arizona. Yeah. American Water, all of them great records yeah they're, they're they're all great his um his poetry is great actual air um well and enjoy this track go back and listen to his old stuff too yeah so we got stroppy cellophane car cellophane car and purple mountains darkness and cold boom
Strappies and Purple Mountains coming in at number five. Number five. And after number five comes number four. Yep. And what is your number four? It was such a thrill for me to have Nicole Yoon on this podcast earlier this year. Nicole Yoon is a member of the great Roanoke, Virginia band Eternal Summers who I've been a fan of for a really long time. Great band. And now my friend Tom Barrett, based in Jersey City, has his own solo work that he's been doing this past year, and he was previously in the band Overlake. He is now her drummer for her solo stuff when she plays in oh, New York. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Sometimes when she plays in Virginia and tours and things like that. So we kind of got hooked up through tom barrett and it was so great to talk to her she's so enthusiastic she's such a incredible songwriter and this was her first ever solo record surprisingly it's called paper suit the songs are great just like all of the eternal summers records who i've been huge fan of for all these years and my absolute favorite song on the record is called and after all i know she's working on a follow-up to this solo record, so I'm excited to hear it. Let's hear it. I'm excited for that to come out. And this was also on K9 Records, so this was the other record that was released on K9 Records in my top 10 of 2019. That's two out of two. And my number four (laughs) is from Jessica Pratt. It's called Quiet Signs. Um, It's a short album. It's a minimalist album. Um... But it's a really, really fantastic recording. Um, this song is called This Time Around. Um, this song and this album are the type of album that if you're walking back home from the subway at night, it's great. Great thing to listen to. This particular song, it's her guitar, her voice, and then a bit of trumpet. And the guitar and voice sound kind of like right in your ear. And the trumpet's recorded in a way that it sounds like you're hearing it. You're hearing someone playing it from like the sixth floor of a building that you're walking by. And oh, it's, nice. it's, it's a really cool effect. I, I really like this song. So it's not like in the Lou Bega song. 
Like a trumpet. So it's not like that. No, it's not like that. You know, that that might be the trumpet's biggest moment in popular music. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know something? Well, it's not that funny, but I actually think Lou Reed, well, maybe Lou Reed would be pissed about it. But when Lou Reed died, people were <laughs> Did like, people tweet at Lou Bega? Lou Bega like, Holy oh shit. my God, I can't believe Lou Bega died. <laughs> that I, is the sesh. And he was like, I'm okay. Like, my condolences to Lou Reed's family and friends and stuff is actually really nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's where we're at, I guess. Yeah. I miss Lou Reed. Fuck. I miss He's Lou Bega. Yeah, him too, but I miss Lou Reed more. Yeah, obviously. Right, let's do this. Nicole Yoon. Jessica and Pratt. And Jessica Pratt coming in at number four of 
On the podcast grind. What's the next goddamn song? That Back on the podcast grind, we heard Nicole and Jessica Pratt. Nice. And yep. coming up next, number threes. Wow, we are in the top six records of the year. Wow. What's yours? Hey, my friend. Well, he's actually not my friend. I've never met him before. 
but he seems like my friend because his albums are so light and airy and warm and beautiful. Chris Cohen with his 2019 self-titled album, follow-up to his 2016 album, As If Apart, released on Captured Tracks. It's a really great album. We're going to hear it's this It's a good song. label. I, they were doing a lot of stuff earlier in the decade. Are they still keeping up with it? We're going to hear this song twice in a lifetime. Nice. And um, sometimes when you're putting together favorites lists, you get bands next to each other that don't make sense playlist-wise. And this is the case here because following my pick of Jessica Pratt... I'm going with White Reaper, which is like a yeah, big, totally diff, a big fucking rock band, totally diff, with a big fucking rock record called "You Deserve Love." This song is called "One F." It's a song about cars, I guess, and it's just super hooky. Um, all the instruments just sync together into a really great groove. It, it, it's a great song. Great album. The album's maybe like 25 minutes long. and That's a short one. Yeah, each minute is just like packed with goodness, though. This is one of those albums that we were talking about earlier where the more you listen to it, the less sure you are which song your favorite is. So you sure it's 1F? I mean, that's what I'm going with now. But what about tomorrow? Then it might be something else. But we're recording this podcast now, so this is where the dice This is the moment in time that it came with one f this moment in time is one f wow all right that's really unbelievable i can't believe it yeah i don't believe that man went to the moon you remember that no no one's seen that what is that i'm gonna edit that out that's stupid no i'll leave it in okay what is it? all right it's some guy that's really into conspiracy theories and he wrote a song and it's about all the conspiracy theories he believes in Sounds like a, a real, real genius. Like, I don't believe that man went to the moon. The deadly radiation would have guaranteed that doom. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really what he says? Yeah. It's like a barbershop quartet of him and him for hymns. Four different images of him videos but he's in a different outfit each one wait so hold up he thinks that we have the technology to have a man harmonizing with himself four times but he doesn't think we'd go to the moon yes what (laughs) what a dumb dude yeah (laughs) it's really good i'm surprised none of his songs made my top of the year but they're all old i guess from earlier in the decade. Yeah, they might make your top of the decade list. He has one that's just like, 9-11, 9-11, what went down at Building 7? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a mystery to this day. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, number three. Chris Cohen and White, White Reaper. Reaper. Bye. Enjoy.
drinking. I stood around. I had to Strange by Galaxy 500. Not part of the list, but a good song. Though I think we just um, we just did it better our, than it they ever did. It was on our uh, 1988 uh, <laughs> top ten records of yeah. 1988. Yeah, um, on fire. Yeah, you were uh, you were one, and I was just born. Yet somehow we got together and did a podcast, which no one knew what the fuck it was at that time. We, we were, were like, really What's innovators. A What's the computer that you're doing this on yeah that was really who's steve jobs i i mean it's a really a miracle that that we did that yeah but hey babies can do incredible things yeah baby geniuses thanks wasn't that the movie i don't know what was that movie where babies talk there were like four look who's talking yeah well baby geniuses was a collaboration between baby ridgers and Lucy Dacus. Boy genius, you mean. Uh, I got it all fucked up. Fuck! All right. Let's just move on and forget it happened. Yeah. Number two. Number two, I have a band called Greet Death from Flint, Michigan. Well, they're greeting death just by drinking the water. Indeed. The album is called New Hell, and so is the song. They're a really good band. Um, it's kind of hard to describe them. It's sort of like a sludge band fronted by two guys with really strange voices. But it works, and I could not get enough of this album this year. Yeah. My number two, I also couldn't get enough. I'll, I just couldn't get enough of this album t- this year. By Julia Shapiro, her solo debut, Julia Shapiro of Chastity Belt. Chastity Belt also put out a record this year, and she put out a solo record. She's very busy. Very busy. Did you see Chastity Belt when they were around a month or so ago? No. But Me next either. time they're around, I'll go. They're awesome. They good have not put out a bad record. They're really good. I'm a big, big fan. Solid band. They put out a great record this year as well. But Julia Shapiro's, I really liked her solo debut. It's it's a little droney, spacey sounding kind of guitars that sound like, you know. Yeah, they kind of sounds it'll fill up the entire room. They, they run this, their guitars through the Thomas Gallo voice tone pedal. But at the same time, sort of minimalist in a way. But that's always the most impressive thing. Because it's minimalist, but it can really get that thick, beautiful sound nice. to it. So that's Julia Shapiro's debut solo record coming in at number two. And the record is called Perfect Version. The song is called Harder to Do. And we're also going to hear New Hell by Greet Death off of their self. Well, the that's the title track, Greet yeah. Hell. Uh, new, new hell, greed death. Yeah, greed, 
Greet hell. Greet this new hell well, that we live in. Yeah. It's a 10-minute song, and if you don't like it... Go fuck yourself, Brit. Well, you can just skip ahead 10 minutes. Go fuck yourself, Brit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Brit. It's from Flight of the Concord. Yes. All right. Number two. <laughs>
All right, number two, Julia Shapiro, followed by Greet Death. They got a motif between the band name and the album name and the song name. Death, Hell, New Hell, Greet Death. You're in a new place called Hell. If you're going to Flint, Michigan. Interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, kind of flows. And um, they're. Oh, it's Death Wish. Whoa, these guys are all about death. It's crazy. <laughs> What's the deal with that? I don't know. I mean, you, with the band name, album name, and label name, you'd think you'd get a band that sounds different than this band does. I hope you enjoyed. So, here we are. Number one. I was getting a little anxious towards the end of the year because I usually have a clear-cut number one in my mind every year. And for most of the year, I didn't have that. And then... Something happened, huh? Hey, this great little record from this band that I was very familiar with and liked a lot called Corridor. They are from Montreal... They're a francophone band. They sing in French. They previously released a record on a great French label, Requiem Pour Un Twister, that also has released a lot of stuff by another band I really like, Triptides, Vinyl Williams, a bunch of other really great psych pop artists. And they put out Corridor's second record, Supermercado, Kind of found out about them through my love of the band Triptides. And now... You do love that band. They signed with Sub Pop earlier this year. And their third record, Junior, was released on Sub Pop a couple months ago. And it's really excellent, excellent, excellent. I fell in love with it immediately. I had the pleasure of interviewing them earlier this year as well. And they'll be back here in March to play Rough Trade with a great Chicago band, Deeper. I will go with to you. Yeah, I will go with to that with you. Let's do it. We're gonna have fun, and we're gonna hear the lead single from the record called Topograph. Nice. And my best record of the year is Ariana Grande with Thank You Next. (laughs) Because Pete Davidson can go straight to hell. Yeah. Get out of here. You unfunny piece of... Poop. He's from Staten Island. Do you know that? (laughs) No, I didn't know that. I don't know anything about that guy. No, that's not true. Imagine if that was true, though. Imagine if I went through these nine other records and then my favorite record of the year was Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. I mean, theoretically, there's a parallel universe in which that is the case. Yeah, and I wonder if we, like, physically fought then. Or if (laughs) I just thought you were weird. I guess both options are... Yeah, I mean, there are parallel universes with both Both of those. Both options, yeah. Well, I guess there's an option where I'm just so pissed that I burned down the entire building. And there's another option where... I just definitely Where, where you, you think that's indeed the best record of the year. There's, there's another universe where we both pick that record. There's another universe where we pick it as every single record that we think it's so good. 
Yeah, there's another universe where we do that, but we're both also 600 pounds. I don't like that universe. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not into that one. <laughs> but what was your number one if it wasn't Thank You Next by Ariana Grande? Um, it was, well, you might remember when we were singing Strange by Galaxy 500. Yeah. The reason why we were singing that is because my favorite song of the year is a different song called Strange off the album UFOF by Big Thief. They released two records this year. Yeah. Pretty pretty intense. I, I think they were both excellent, but I liked UFOF better. Cool. That was the first one. Yeah. What, what, are, you th- what are your thoughts on this matter? They're good. They're a good band. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, I thought UFOF was like weirder and had more like moments yeah a lot of moments yeah this song has some really chilling transitions it has a really cool fretless bass solo well not solo but you'll you'll hear it at the end Uh, how do we know it's fretless because it sounds just like a fretless jacko pistorius bass solo from that um 70 records. What, I can't believe I can't think of her name. What's that woman that he played with? Joni Mitchell. It, yeah. it, sound, it sounds yeah. just like Jacko Pistorius' fretless bass on a Joni Mitchell record. That's clearly nice. what this guy was going for. But um, it's a great song. The album is weird and chilling and amazing. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, get on it, you lazy piece of... Anyway... These are our top two albums of the year. Corridor, Topograph, from Junior, and Big Thief, Strange, from UFO. 2019, it's been real. We're looking forward to the next decade. Who knows what it'll have in store? Who knows? And What'll New York be like in 10 years? Rumor has it. We're going to be recording another podcast soon, though. Another retrospective podcast. And that's going to be our best, our favorite albums of the 1910s. Yeah. Which is, you know, like random blues recordings by people in the 1910s. Some Delta Blues, some uh, Ragtime, is that? Yeah. Or stuff recorded on Thomas Edison's recording thing. The good old Edison recording thing. Yeah, that they might be giants recorded a song into it one time. Is that real? Yeah. No shit. Called That's I cool. I Can Hear You. All right. Cool. Corridor and Big Thief. Have a good. Have a great 2020, 2020. everyone. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. Bye.
stage.